Hello and welcome to Silence, a podcast that gives women in science, technology, engineering and maths, or STEM, an opportunity to be honest and open about what it's really like working in these typically male-dominated subjects. Each week, one woman shares her stories and experiences. She could be a public figure, the girl next door, or someone from a far-off land. The point is she'll be deliberately kept anonymous and disguised to ensure that we're not distracted by the details of her achievements, her labels, or what she looks like. I'm Dr. Shanice O'Mara, also a woman in STEM. I studied mechanical engineering and ended up as a television broadcaster. I've worked on and reported on some cutting edge technology and innovation over the years. And through my TV work, I've met some incredible women from a diverse range of STEM fields. And you know what? I've been more amazed about what I've learned from these women when the cameras have been turned off and they're just being themselves. These women have amazingly impressive CVs, but most importantly, they're human just like the rest of us, and it's that off-air honesty that I'd love to share with you through silence. It's my hope that you'll really relate to what's shared with you today, and that you're inspired and supported and comforted, as I always am when I chat with my amazing guests. If so, please do subscribe to Silence, and maybe even leave some comments and reviews. I'd love to have your feedback. This week, my guest is hoping to get into civil engineering. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. So I love the fact that you're hoping to get into civil engineering. Um, How are you hoping to get into civil engineering? Well, for a while, I've been into learning about physics and trigonometry. So I've been aspiring to be a civil engineer because of how applicable it is to real life and how math and science can basically be like building a society from the ground up. It just truly amazes me. How did you even know what civil engineers do? Because I have to say it was kind of well into my 20s before I actually figured out what what is involved in civil engineering. Well, for a while I wanted to be an actress. So my uncle would be like, oh, you should have a backup and would explain to me what he does. And he's a civil engineer and he told me what they do and everything. And I've always loved math and science, so I agreed that I should probably have a backup and be a civil engineer and try that because it really amazed me every time he would talk about it and what he does at his job. Even though he was like sitting in front of a computer sometimes, he would still be using his knowledge of math and trying to figure out things that actually happen in real life instead of just things that are on paper. So it was interesting. Mm. So have you actually like accompanied him to his work or what was it about civil that really sparked your interest? Well, I did actually uh, do a little shadow day with him this past summer uh, where I went to his work. And right now he's actually just a a project manager, but he still was able to show me. um, He works at this gas company, so he was able to show me the pipes that were like almost damaged that they had to replace and how like pressure is involved in that. So it was, so it was that that sparked my interest the most. Like I was already interested. And then from actually being there, like on site, it interested me more to be a part of this world where I could have such a huge role in, um, in fixing things that affect people's lives. uh, But also just be kind of behind it all instead of like out front. And it was really cool. That's so awesome. And have you ever kind of 
got the feeling that maybe it's not really a girl's job? Um, yes, I definitely have. Uh, when I was in middle school, a lot of the guys in my class would be overtaking like conversations and stuff. And a lot of people didn't think I was that smart because I was a girl. And also for some reason, because I had blonde hair, that was a, that was the stereotype in middle school. And, and so I was told a lot of the times that like, I wasn't smart enough and they didn't believe me that I was smart. So, so I was, I did have a difficulty believing that I could even get into the STEM field at some points. Mm. But as I went to high school, I went to an all-girls school for the first two years of high school. And that's really where I was able to see myself in a STEM field because I was around all these women that were having the same experiences and that were so encouraging. And there were no guys there to tell me that I couldn't do it. Um, and it was really support. It was like a supporting environment and everything. So, Wow. So you know, it's kind of making me realize that sometimes maybe just going to a single sex school is like the best thing for figuring out what it is you want to do. You said that you love maths and physics, but they're not the easiest subjects for most people. Like, do you love those subjects because you're good at it? Oh, definitely not. Um, I've always, I've had a lot of trouble actually in those fields. Um, they're not always my best grades in school, but they're the subjects I get the most excited about. So doing math and science, for example, I'm like in physics this year and it hasn't been easy at all. And I'm not like amazing at it, but I've been having the most fun in that class. And I I'm just amazed by everything I'm learning. So that's what's really pushing me to love these subjects. Uh, so awesome, because I was maybe the kind of kid that um, really only found something fun if I was good at it. <laughs> but it doesn't sound like you're like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like horrible at it, but I'm, I'm definitely not. My, those are not my best grades, but yeah. <laughs> So are you hoping to kind of get the grades you need to get into civil engineering or are you going to get into civil engineering um, some other way, like maybe through apprenticeships? Or? No, I'm I'm hoping to get the right grades to get into civil engineering. I definitely do want to be able to start that right away. And um, just so I have more time to explore other fields, like I do want to explore how performing arts can be included in my civil engineering why don't you take me back to when you were really really young like what was your dream job my dream job since I was around seven years old has been to be an actress um I've loved being in plays I took acting classes and it wasn't and I even wanted to be an archaeologist at some point because people would always just be like oh you should have a backup and I've always just loved performing in front of people and being in front of a camera. And so that's been my dream since I was very young. So how come you're choosing a backup that's not the easiest? Well, I don't want, I do want to be happy and have a, have, and be passionate about what I'm doing. So I didn't want my backup to just be like something that wouldn't make me very happy. So I knew that how I found this 
back up, which is not really a backup because it is a hard field to get into. Um, how I found it was just that I realized I loved learning about math and science and being a part of like different clubs. I know like in high school, I was a part of, I mean, when I was in 10th grade, I was a part of the math and science club. So at my school. So I've always just, I've always just tried to see what I'm most happy in and then like figure it out from there. Right. So I'm getting the impression that like, you just really find it interesting. Um, because sometimes people's backup plans um, can be like just choosing something sensible, but it sounds like you really do have a genuine interest. Yes, definitely. I, I've always just, I just really don't want to just not have a passion for what I'm doing. I really, if acting doesn't work out, then I will find a way to incorporate it into civil engineering. And uh, I just, want to incorporate everything I love and not just go to a job to work like I don't want my job to feel like I'm working so yeah and do your friends kind of do they think the same way or are you quite unique in that sense I think a lot of my friends do think in the same way I have a lot of friends that are very curious and very excited to learn new things and I have this one friend that loves computer science but also loves literature and she's been trying to find a way to incorporate those two things so a lot of my friends do have a broad a very broad interests and um, are finding ways to incorporate it all into doing what they love so so I, I think that's also been what's encouraging me to incorporate performing arts into civil engineering and not just be uh just one single-minded so so you're kind of exploring every dimension of yourself rather than just kind of going focused in on one aspect of who you are. Yes, definitely. So I, I'm guessing that's kind of like maybe um, the way people are these days or like, because maybe years ago, people weren't like that. I think they maybe had to just like choose something and stick to it. But how, what's it like kind of exploring the different sides of you like do you ever feel um slightly torn um with your time like maybe you're spending too long on acting or or too long on maths and science like how is it trying to juggle these different interests sometimes I do feel like that I I was recently in the play at my school and and it was very hard to like juggle my academics and that at the same time but I was able to manage but but sometimes I felt like I was spending too much time memorizing my lines instead of working on my physics homework or memorizing different formulas that I needed to learn soon so sometimes there is a struggle but I feel like I've been able to manage it well and I, I like how I've been able to use different techniques from like my creative side to learn about STEM and I feel like I'm I'm using a very like integrated approach and so I think it's been helping rather than deteriorating my experience. Yeah I mean I'm so inspired that you're even trying to incorporate the two because you talk about sort of integrating both interests how do you plan to do that? Um, 
Well, it's actually very inspired by you when you came to talk to us at school. <laughs> I, I didn't know that it could be integrated that much. And so I, I think that would be really cool to be able to like incorporate TV into engineering and and doing stuff like that. But I've always, before, I've always thought about it just that I was going to go into civil engineering and kind of do acting on the side, like be in plays or stuff like outside of my job. But I never, I, I've always tried to figure out a way to, to try to do it in one job. And, and then when you came, it was like, oh, that's, that's a way. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think it's amazing that you are, that you have the courage to explore all the different parts of you that you are passionate about um, and to not be afraid to really see where that can take you. Um, And what I think is really awesome is that like in being the best you can be in all different aspects means that maybe one day there will be an opportunity where you can combine everything. I mean, maybe not today, but who knows in like a few years, someone might want um, to find like a person who's an expert in civil engineering who can communicate and perform what it is that civil engineers do. I mean, there really is, we, we don't know what the future holds for your skills. So it's great that you're building them at this time. Um, so what is your plan? Like, what is it? What, are, what does the next few years look like for you? My dream college right now is Northwestern. So hopefully if I get in there, then I would spend my undergrad years um, trying to do both performing arts and civil engineering and take a lot of different classes in STEM fields. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not sure if I would major in civil engineering or like like get a degree um, in it, but I do know that I would um, I would just try to figure out how how to like get to that level of engineering. I'm not sure. I just um, like. Like, I don't know how far in my education I would go. I do know I would get a master's in engineering, okay. but I don't know if I would go further than that. But so that's a lot of studying ahead, isn't it? And so how do you feel about that? Like, how is the acting going to fit in? Um, well, I do know that I want to go to college in an, a very urban environment. So I know that uh, if I'm if I'm have a lot of work with the different classes that I'm going to take. I know that I can like involve in plays in theaters nearby or even at the the school theater. So I I do have a plan for that and and also like with the different classes I'm taking, mm-hmm. I know that with uh, I'll have more like there'll be a more of a reflection of what I actually do want to do cuz like in high school you don't really have a choice of what classes you're taking well I still enjoy those classes I know in college that every class I'm going to be taking will make um a lot more sense with what I'm going to do and how um yeah that's going to be reflected in the work I'm going to do after college so awesome what I really admire about you is that you are quite clear on where your strengths lie 
and where your interests lie. And that's something that's very different from what I went through um, because I was very focused on engineering and I honestly thought that I was going to be a, an engineer for the rest of my life. And then, and then when I got out of university, I was like, oh, but there's a side of me that I just I haven't explored yet, which is the performance side, um, the kind of communication side. And then I went on a journey to try and figure that stuff out. And it was pretty late into the game when I was um, just finding out about that whole world. And what's incredible about where you're at is that you're very aware of um, these different parts of you and you're exploring it now. Like, is there anyone that's kind of there to support you and encourage you and kind of help you? Like, do you actually need anyone's help or? I think that I have very supportive environment around me. Um, the the people at my school, my parents, they've all been very supportive of what I want to do. and And they've all been helping me, like, understand the balance between the the two fields that I want to pursue so I I think that the people around me have helped me grow a lot with um with like how I under how I know what I want to do and how clear I am with with um with who I am I guess but um yeah I, I I think that I have come a long way from where I was in middle school and I um I like that I've been able to be surrounded by such a supportive environment and I don't think I could have gotten to this level of I guess comfortability with um with what I want to do without them so so I think that it was important um I think now I as I go into my college years that I'll be able to be uh, a lot more independent and that my community and that the community I've I've been surrounded with has helped me a lot to get to this level of independency. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for anyone that may be listening, that is kind of going through the experiences you might have gone through in middle school, like what was it like, you know, imagine there could be, there could be girls that are going through exactly what you went through in middle school. So so um, what were what were what were those experiences like? Well, I I didn't have a great middle school experience. Um, I did deal with a lot of like bullying. Um, so so in addition to that, I think that having these experiences where I didn't feel smart enough to be in that class, or I didn't feel like the right type of person to be um, smart enough to be in a science or math field that it's been it was a hard experience and and i the a message that i have for anyone that's going through that exact same experience is that it will get better and definitely you are going to be end up and you're going to end up being so successful and surrounded by amazing people that will end up encouraging you and and just don't listen to any of those people because honestly like if i had listened to them then i wouldn't have been able to then I would just have stopped trying, but I always just kept trying to not listen to them. And I always like kept trying to do well in school and not have those uh, voices that were around me uh, 
affect how I was doing in school and how I uh, presented myself to other people. So I think that's really important. So did you just ignore the bullies? <laughs> yes, I, de- I I mean, it, of course it gets to you, but at some point, you know, you just have to block it off. And my mom was a very strong advocate for being um, just for for focusing on yourself and not letting them get to you because and she was always there for me during that time. So, so it was just, it's just like something you have to get through and, you know, yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like you've, um, you're a lot stronger for having gone through that. Definitely. And I, and I think that people like that won't, won't, and they will end up biting their tongue for seeing after they see what you've done and what you've accomplished. So I think that you just have to keep going. Yeah. It's kind of like, I'll show you. (laughs) But I think also a great message that you have communicated is that you are doing it for you. You're not doing it for anyone else. And that's so key, I think. So once you do get those amazing qualifications in civil engineering, um, how are you going to uh, deal with the likelihood that you'll be a minority um, as a woman in STEM? Do you ever worry about it or have, do you experience that now? I think I've definitely experienced less of that now. And I know as and I know that experience isn't ever going to go away because being a woman in this society is a, a very difficult thing because you are thought of as inferior. But at the same time, like if you're talking too much or if you're like if you're telling them to not cut you off when you're speaking or something, then you're thought of as bossy. So I'm I'm I am worried to in the. In that, like. I won't be able to fully say what I what I think, but but I'm not too worried because I do know that I've done it before. I have told just I have like stood up for myself. So I feel like I feel like it'll be okay, but it is difficult. Maybe that's where the acting's really gonna help. Uh I yes, I do think so. Um I know that as I've studied acting I've been able to be more confident with how I talk to people and how I present myself. So I do think that it definitely will help with asserting myself. Um, Yeah. Have you experienced up till now, like the differences between men and women and how they're treated in STEM? I'm not sure if I've experienced it particularly in STEM, but I definitely know that I have in just a classroom setting. Um, I know in middle school I was, I've, seen that like uh, boys will get called on more than the girls will or the boys will have an easier chance to cut off the girls when they're speaking just being like oh right I get that and then just go on their own tangent and I there are some instances where that does happen um at my current school but definitely less than in middle school because I think that the boys are more aware of it so so I feel like I have experienced the difference between male and females, but maybe not to the extent that a lot of other people have. 
yeah, I mean, sometimes there's talk about the way girls and boys learn and how differently um, they learn. And, uh, you know, boys tend to be a lot more confident in picking up new knowledge, whereas girls are less so. Uh, Do you reckon you fall into that sort of stereotype? I mean, maybe. I, I think I've been, I think I've really been on the more curious side for a lot of my um, schooling years where I've, I've really been paying attention to and, and always receptive to the knowledge I'm receiving. So I, I always been like very curious and focused and um, I haven't give, been able to, I haven't just given up very easily, but I do know that a lot of girls when learning science and math at my old school, uh, in middle school, when when they were learning math and the, all the boys were getting it and it was too hard for them, they would just give up and not, and just not process it, which I do, I do think that has to do with um, the guys just being just being like oh yeah I get it okay let's move on so so yeah I think I think that at some point I probably did um but but yeah yeah but what I find amazing about you is that you're not um demotivated by your failures or you know or your lack of achievement so it was amazing to hear you say, yeah, you know, I'm not getting that great grades in math and science, but I just find it really interesting. It's like, how are you not demotivated by that? Yeah, I mean, I'm. it's not that I'm getting like the worst grades. Uh, I, I, have, I do have a very high standard for where I want myself to be in, uh, in my high school, but, but I, I don't like uh like if I get a a lower grade than usual on a math test I I don't just I don't just look at that and be like oh my god like I suck at math I'm never doing this again I I look at that and say okay let's see where I did wrong let's see how I can improve on this and what I don't understand on this so that next time I won't um do the same mistakes and I won't and I'll get it for the future I I don't like just giving up on what I'm learning I like um I like fully understanding it and seeing what I can do with it because a lot of math connects to um, connects to other math. So I don't just want to sell myself short and just stop um, understanding everything. Do you think that attitude of not giving up is something that is quite unique to you? Or do you think a lot of students these days don't give up? I think that in my current community, there is a sort of um, encouragement around the idea of just learning the concept and not letting your grades or the numbers affect how you deal with that. Because I feel like it is normal for you to see a grade and be like, oh, okay, so if I get an F in this subject, that means I'm not good at it. But sometimes like if you get a bad grade in a certain subject, you just take that as a chance to like reflect on what you can do better next time. And I feel like that's a big part of what 
my current school is teaching. And so I'm surrounded with a lot of people that are not giving up, I guess, now. But I, I know that, like, at my old school, um, my first two years of high school, when I did go to an all-girls school, like, grades were everything. And, like, a lot of the girls um, would see a bad grade and just be like, okay, so I'm not good at English then. And But but I feel like it just depends on what part – what community you're part of and how you um, understand certain things. Yeah. I mean, it just sounds like attitude is so important, you know, I mean, uh, failure is a massive part of engineering. Often we learn so much from failing. Um, What's your kind of, what's your attitude towards failing then? I think that failing is really important to get to success. I don't think that everything is a smooth ride. Um, And I think that if everything's a smooth ride to get to your point of success, then I don't know if you're doing everything right. I feel like there always has to be failure in, in some part of what you do because, you know, not everything's going to go the way you want it to. So I, I, for me personally, failure hasn't been a a thing that um, makes me just stop doing what I'm doing. Mm. Gosh, I hope you never, ever lose that attitude because that's just so empowering to be able to see, to be able to appreciate that life isn't always a straight, smooth line, you know? That's awesome. Um, so where do you see yourself in 10 years time? How old are you, by the way? I am 17 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you are officially the youngest person I have had on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> and probably the wisest. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you see yourself um, in 10 years? Um, in 10 years that uh, I'm thinking, wait, um, maybe just... So by then I'll be just out of undergrad, like a few years out of. Um, I think I might be working with um, my uncle because he he has said like he would give me, um, he would allow me to like be at his job for a little bit after and have a job just so I can get my experience with civil engineering, like just after my undergrad years. Um So maybe working there or if I've made like some, which I probably will in college, made some connections through other internships, then I'll try to see where that goes. I don't know. It's not very concrete. Um, I'm just trying to like just see where life takes me and not be very, um, very uh, planned. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when when your uncle said to you, like, you should have a backup plan, did you ever once think that maybe he didn't believe in your acting abilities? Or we, did you think that his suggestion was sensible? Um, I Maybe a bit of both. I, I did feel kind of discouraged, but I also understood that acting is a very, very difficult and very competitive field to get into. So, and I... And I actually don't know if he's been to any of like the shows I've been in or anything. So I don't know if he, um, so he probably just like 
meant I, I, I did end up thinking like, oh, that makes sense. And my parents have said that as well. Like they, and they've seen me act. So they, they do know that I'm not terrible. <laughs> so, so I think that. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that you're amazing at acting. So I, I just want to, for the benefit of our listeners, put it out there that like you're being very, very humble right now. Um, so, you know, your acting career is probably going to take off um, if it hasn't already. And it's incredible that you are still very yeah. keen on having a backup plan. Um, I'm just wondering if you ever feel kind of like it's all just a lot of hard work, too much hard work. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think that in some ways it can be like, oh, if my acting career does take off, then this has just been a lot of hard work that would end up kind of going to waste because uh, I did nothing with it. But I feel like it's in another perspective, it's like I've gained a lot of this knowledge and now I know how to do things that a lot of actresses don't know how to do. So <laughs> I know a lot of things and and will end up gaining a lot of knowledge that is very applicable to life. And, and you know, I, I so I think it'll be good um, to have this back up because it'll allow me to have have more I, I just like learning new things so I like that I've been able to learn a lot of things and it'll be good for me yeah I mean we we we're talking right now in Los Angeles and you know this city is full of people trying to make it in the entertainment industry and um we also see in the news like how very famous actors kind of decide to give up or do different things. And what's incredible is that you will have skills for life that will always allow you to be highly employable. Do you realize that that's what you're building right now by going into STEM subjects? Or are you just kind of following your uncle's direction? I, I think that I I do know that. I think that I've been surrounded with this um, this way of learning that's allowed me to love it and not just learn it to memorize it. So I think that I've been able to have this knowledge that if I've just focused on acting and not um, STEM, that I wouldn't be able to know. So I think that I've allowed myself to be more open to new things by doing this. Yeah, I mean, what's really amazing about hearing from you is just knowing that what you're doing in terms of STEM education is just really investing in your future and investing in your security because I just think, you know, education is something that, can't be taken away once you have it so it's really inspiring to kind of watch you build that without even really realizing how important um it's going to be in decades to come you know maybe 
Um, so imagine there's like someone that's even younger than you that kind of finds science and STEM interesting, um, but they're kind of in that sort of like, oh, I don't know if I should. Like, what advice would you give them? I think I would say do anything that you love and that you think is interesting. So even if you have a hesitation, but you are like, oh, maybe I do find this interesting, I think you should go for it. I don't think that you should stop yourself from just learning new things and being curious about things that you might have been told you shouldn't be curious about or you shouldn't shouldn't be learning. So I think that that it is very important to to just keep going and see where life takes you and not be very focused on like, oh, this is something I'm good at or, and that's why I should go into it. But more like, oh, this is something I'm interested in and I like to do. So I should go into it because of that. Yeah. Very wise words. And who are your role models? My final question to you, like, who do you look up to and kind of aspire to be one day? Um, I think I have several role models. Um, for one, my parents are very important um, role models in my life. They've taught me a certain uh, strength and um, a perspective of like a view on life of being very just open and free to learning new things and accepting things. And then there are people at school like my um, college counselor who is just so strong and successful already at her age and is so like so open to just being curious and and learning all about everything and everything like that so I think just my communities my role model like everyone that surrounds me has just taught me so many different things and and how I should be looking at life in a more uh, broad and general view rather than just focusing on little things and and being enclosed and what kind of life do you see like are you someone that wants like all the riches and the glamour or are you someone like what kind of lifestyle do you hope to have for yourself I don't I don't want to be focused on like riches and glamour um I do want a very I just want a happy life and a life that's just my job will make me want to get up every morning and go to work. And I want like, I don't need like a mansion or a lot of money to make me happy. I just like want a small, like maybe a family, maybe not a family. And I want a dog, <laughs> um, but just a life that's just more free and not so structured, but a life that'll make me like happy and not regret anything. Yeah. Well, I think that's absolutely beautiful. It sounds idyllic and peaceful and um, very fulfilling. And so I wish you all the best on your journey for getting those things. And thank you so much for sharing your wisdom um, for someone who's so young, you have so much wisdom. And uh, yeah, I look forward to um, hearing about your journey into civil engineering. And um, I think you're going to make a badass engineer. 
um, probably at the same time as being a badass actress. So good luck. Thank you. That's it from my STEM guest this week. Um, oh, I just I feel so uh, uplifted um, hearing from someone so young who has their head screwed on in such a sensible way. I mean, we all have dreams um, to follow our hearts, and it's incredible that not only is she following her heart, but she's also being extremely rational and sensible in the process. Thanks for listening this week. Don't forget to subscribe and catch you next week on Silence.